sometimes with this podcast every single week, I always go, Patrick, that's like how I start every single one. So yes. I want to start it different, you know? Okay. Wolf trap, masks outside plus confirmed <laughs> vaccination. Thoughts? We're trying to, every week we talk about masks. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm like, the next week I said, I'm not going to talk about masks, but it's the, the, the arbitrary guidelines and protocols continue. And you wonder why people are like, screw this. You know, listen, I was vaxxed early. I'm okay with vaccine protocols in terms of to enter this event, you need to be vaxxed. I don't love it, but I get it and I'm okay with it. But Wolf Trap. So we went to see Darius Rucker on Saturday night. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Very expensive seats. Now Wolf Trap's a pavilion setting, so you're you're outdoor, but you're somewhat enclosed, I guess. You know, there's a roof and some side panel slat. But a lot of air. To be honest, a lot of air ventilation. A lot it's, of air ventilation. Yes. Oh, that, you're yeah. You're outside. Yeah. Mandatory vaccinations. Uh, so we had to show our card and an ID when we went in. Okay. And then there's people saying, you know, would you like a mask? And I'm like, why the freak do I need a mask? <laughs> oh, here we and go. Like, oh, you have to wear a mask the entire time unless you're drinking or eating. I'm like, what? We're, a, we're outside. B, everyone attending is vaccinated. And I still have to wear a mask. So much for follow the science. It's, it's lunacy. It's freaking lunacy. And then I have people like what I say, like, well, is it so bad to wear a mask? That's not the freaking point, Sarah. It's not. That's where this country. And then you wonder why the so-called anti-vaxxers. Like double well, down and don't want yeah, to get a mask. Because you, start, I know. you start thinking to yourself, even as someone who got vaxxed early, will get the booster, takes you know protocols at the station seriously. You, you, honestly, all kidding aside, you, you start saying, you know what? Maybe they got a freaking point. It's out of control. The, we did a story this morning on uh, quarantine guidelines for children at schools. Right? Okay. Whether they're vaccinated. We put up the CDC guidelines, right? Yet every school district in this area is following something different. Why? They're all doing their own thing. Right. Well, nobody really... People are unsure, right? I mean, no. it's... These are the same freaking people that left kids out of school for a year and more, in some cases 15 months, who said they couldn't go because it was so dangerous. Now you have 5 to 12-year-olds who are unvaccinated still. Nothing's changed with their status a year ago to now, but now okay to wear masks and go to school, Right. Completely arbitrary, completely non-science based. And then you know what? Everything falls apart when you don't follow some. If, you, if you've been following the CDC for all these years. Yeah. And so, so it was funny because at the um, at Wolf Trap, they put up like these big things. We follow the CDC. Da, da. No, you're not. CDC <laughs> said outside, you don't need masks. If you're vaccinated. What are you talking about? You're lying. You're lying to everybody. What do you think? Do you, well, how do you know it wasn't Darius Rucker's call? Maybe no. it's the performers. So what it was is I did some investigating. Oh, look at you. Okay. So it, it, it's a National Park Service facility. Uh-huh. And obviously somehow all the National Park Services around the country 
even if you're outside, have to wear masks on their property. Uh So, for example, the Cherry Blossom Race, which has been rescheduled multiple times, is actually taking place this weekend on Sunday, even though there's no cherry blossoms. So, and they send a thing on their website, you have to wear your mask while on National Park's property until the race starts. Okay. So I'm out. So I'm outside. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I'm vaccinated. I'm walking around the monument grounds, and I got to keep a mask on. That <sighs> lunacy, bunch of but idiots. Why do you think that is? Like they don't want to be sued, or they just they just like we know that masks do no, work. Because you know so what? They're just the, the, I, like I've been really thinking about this because it's it's a lack of leadership. It's a lack of trying to really um, make decisions. So you know what the easiest thing to do is. Just keep your mask on. Everyone keep your mask. Keep your mask. On. Okay, because you you think the head of park services, well, the government or they don't. Whoever is the head of that department just doesn't want to take a stand and go. Okay, look, if you can prove vaccination, we don't need a mask because they're going to get right. pushback from Fauci and CDC and all and, this stuff. And you know, maybe it's maybe it's litigious. You know, people and they're afraid of where they'll say. Well, you didn't really verify their card, and, and I then got we had it from an, an unvaccinated person, and blah blah blah, right? So they don't have passports. Don't make it mandatory. Just say everyone's got to be in a mask, and you don't have and to by show the if way, you're vaccinated. This is the same, and again, I, I know it wasn't Virginia, the state doing this. It was the National Park Service, but it, this was the same day that at the University of Maryland, Virginia Tech. All stadiums, college football stadiums around the country had 80, 90,000 people. Okay. So my kids who went to Quinch Orchard, uh, Thursday nights, back to school parent night. Okay. They made virtual. This year. Okay. This year. Okay. Like last week. Okay. Last Thursday. Yet on Friday night, you could not fit another kid in the stands for the football game. <laughs> there's video all over the place and i don't want to hear outside like that's bullshit right now enough of that right you, these kids were so packed tight screaming yelling spitting on each other cheering throwing like come on it it, it doesn't make sense anymore you had eighty thousand people at virginia tech the, the wisconsin game where they did jump around it was on fox it became like the viral video of the weekend from college football you know to jump around you yeah. know wisconsin does it after the third i quarter. saw that yes Ninety-three thousand people like what are we doing it's like there's two worlds going on it's like the fear-mongering oh more cases more this more that yeah for the unvaccinated and then there's this other world I, it, it doesn't make sense anymore it's really starting to become it's it's actually frustrating now, and I get I get why people are confused, frustrated, don't want to follow policies anymore. And, and what's your take? I mean, I'm sure you know. You know, I just had a family member over the weekend call. They they now they're vaccinated, but they now have COVID. Couple actually, a couple okay. family members, right? So are they, they gonna, uh, uh, yeah, they're going to be fine. They'll be fine. Well, yeah, they they say it's pretty mild. You know, yeah. it's like they they're so basically they, they have the flu. They have a they have a they have a. They have a uh, light case of the flu. Yeah, tired, run okay. down, little one that, has a fever, like my little fever. Okay. Yeah. That's so my point, Sarah. <laughs> no, it's my point. 
Look, I mean, I, I'm with you. I, you know, it's hard because obviously I don't have a kid in school, so I guess I'm not facing like that. I told you we went to D.C. Jazz Fest. We had to prove vaccination. You know, the thing is, is like I think they said, oh, wear your mask. It was outside. But nobody, everybody, a lot of people had their masks off. You don't see anybody coming over. Well, I guess my thing is they, yeah, they put up the these signs. Was, and, I, and I agree with you. There's been very little enforcement they of it. They don't do crap, Yeah. I don't know about like at wedding venues and stuff like that, but I will say Wolf Trap, maybe because it's it was a National Park Service facility, they were like they were yelling at me. Like literally, really? put your mask on. You gotta have your mask on. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like I was I totally wanted to be a Karen, but I didn't. Because <laughs> I know I would have been on video and that oh, would have not sure. gone well over the weekend. <laughs> the podcast would have been like, over. I felt like saying, seriously, I'm like, I'm literally walking outside to the bathroom by myself. And some like park person, ranger, whatever they're called, is like from across, literally like thirty feet away. Sir, put your mask on. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. Um, well, all right. Since we started with masks and and yeah. the and vaccine and COVID, is there anything else you want to talk about that? You know, we saw no. in Israel. Listen, there, it's great. I just want to say it was great to watch college football this weekend. It was great seeing 90,000 kids at these schools packed in having fun it like it's time to move forward i get cases are high i get people are still dying but you know what i said this months ago and it's the same today this is a pandemic for the unvaccinated right yeah no the you're, truly, right, you're right the truly unvaccinated who've never had COVID, and by no means do i think go out and get COVID, so then your immunities are higher than those that are vaccinated right get your vaccinations but at the end of the day we have to stop making all these rules and honestly infringing on people's ability to enjoy their time without masks, without certain protocols because of the unvaccinated, right? We've equalized everyone now, and that's wrong. It's the wrong messaging. Governor Hogan was on Meet the Press over the weekend, and he okay. said the exact same thing. And I could not agree with him more. He said the messaging has been terrible. The 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 the, the equalizing those who have been vaccinated versus those who've been unvaccinated was just a, the regardless of vaccination status. I've said it for weeks was the single worst messaging the CDC and this administration could have come out with. And now it's city after city, venue after venue. It's a bad precedent. But did meet the and press- by the way, there's no, there's no, there's no end in sight. They're not giving you numbers. They're not giving you any indication that they're ever going to repeal the mass mandate. So, well, I don't know, though. Come on. We're starting to see that we'll last see. week on the show. We talked about the district. They're listing people with the vaccine versus unvaccinated being hospitalized. You're beginning to see those numbers come out. Well, no, I, mean, I, I think they're going to separate the numbers, but I. Yeah, but after a while, people are going to say, you know, uh, because. Well, well, we'll see if the numbers, but it, let, let's see where the numbers go. But the premise itself is not based in science. So therefore, you're going to use science to then repeal it or pull it back. So that that's but what the it, confusing thing is. To OK, me. but to some, it is based a little bit in science because we know that masks do work. And when you people we wear masks. Are you sure about that? Yes. Oh, come on. Yes. No. We know that we masks know that. work. Yes, we do. There's so much science that that medical masks, cloth masks are a little bit different, like these homemade ones. But we know they help reduce the spread significantly. 
No, no, that's not what I'm saying. No, I'm talking about a vaccinated person versus vaccinated. If I have two vaccinated people, don't you remember when the CDC came out and said, all, if vaccinated people are in a house, they're fine? That was six months ago. Now now we got un, we got vaccinated people at an event all wearing masks. Well, did so, we have so the Delta variant six oh, months stop ago? stop with the Delta <laughs> bullshit. Stop. You know what? Enough. There's going to be a next variant. Fauci was again spewing his stuff over the weekend the moo mu moo mo yes now it's the mu variant the moo yeah whatever it is the mu variant and then there's going to be another and then there's going to be another just like every year there's a different flu variant the shots only work 33 percent of the time on flu like we need to move forward how do you feel unvaccinated want to die that's fine go ahead how do you feel about Fauci um, also saying that we should make vaccines uh, mandatory for 12 and up? Like, like you know how you have to prove that your child's vaccinated if they go to school, right? So Fauci wants, he's pushing like once the will FDA. They, will, they still, will they still have to wear masks in school? That's a great question. I'm being serious. If the answer is yes, then I don't think they should all have to be vaccinated. Yeah. Because one, kid, kids are low risk to begin with, right? right. You know, the, I would think the studies... And the science on 12, there's a reason that the FDA only approved 16 and above for Pfizer, not 12 to 15 year olds. That's they're not fully. So I don't think you can mandate a vaccination for kids 12 to 15 or 5 to 15, whatever you want to say. That's not fully approved by the FDA. Yeah, that's that's the problem. That's the hang I don't think you can. Right. All these other vaccines that kids have to take vetted for years and fully approved yeah sure sure yeah measles mumps rubella all that all right well let's we have a lot to get yeah, to you know texas has been in the news huge i i know how you stand on abortion but yep. um this seems really scary right like Very. we're heading closer and closer to the supreme court hearing I, I'm, Roe I versus Wade. I'm embarrassed i mean embarrassed maybe that's the wrong word i am extremely disappointed in the Supreme Court's lack of intervention. And I don't want to hear all the legal mumbo jumbo that it was hard for them to intervene at this point because there really was, you know, it's not the state enforcing it. This, the law, so let's step back for a second. So there's a new, um, and basically it's an anti-abortion law, call it what you want. Um, You can't get an abortion after six weeks or at the first sign of a heartbeat, which usually is six weeks. The state doesn't enforce it. Individuals, regular citizens, in essence, have to enforce it. They can sue anybody that they believe was associated with facilitating an abortion. So an Uber driver, ta- you know, taxi person, a nurse who takes the patient in. It's uh, ab- crazy, crazy. And they can sue them for up to 10000 if 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 the individual if the woman was raped rape incest very few whatever still still have to can't have the abortion after six rapes um it is it is on so many levels wrong a from the abortion standpoint most women probably don't even know they're pregnant probably eight weeks weeks. nine you know a couple months certainly those that are more, uh, you know, lower income, right? Certainly don't know. Um, they can't drive out of state like other people with with more means can. Uh, it it literally puts a target on their back in terms of being sued, bullied. 
it also will lead to extortion. Here's here's what's mm-hmm. going to happen. I know you help take someone to an abortion clinic. Right. I'm going to say I'm going to reach out to you and I'm going to say here's give, give me 5 grand and I won't sue you. Oh yeah, of course meanwhile you've give, told 3 of your friends. <laughs> right, give me 3 grand yeah. and I won't sue. This has to be struck down somehow. It's you know the the Department of Justice is getting involved. The fact that the and again I'm going to take a shot at the administration right now only because and may, and I hope I'm wrong on this, they seemed ill prepared. Like the DOJ should have been working on this already. They should have already been able to file something. The Supreme Court needs something to act on. Now, there is a case coming up, I believe. I want to say Mississippi, but I'm not sure about that. Okay. It's a 10 week after 10 weeks ban. And their enforcement is different. That's actually the state of Mississippi would enforce that. So I think that has more teeth potentially for the Supreme Court to intervene. But I am concerned. I'm concerned. Yeah, that, we all are. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I'm not pro-abortion. I'm not like, oh, whenever you want to have an abortion, you know, listen, I know, a, it's I know a, it, yeah. I'm, I'm, listen, I believe it's the female's choice. I believe they should have the right up to a point, 20 weeks, 24. We could debate the number. Yeah. 20 weeks to me, I think is, you know, enough time to make that decision. Yeah. And I believe a baby is probably very viable. So, and listen, (laughs) and I'm probably going to get this wrong, but no one has, no one is entitled to an abortion in the constitution. Okay. I, I believe what Rose said was that individuals are entitled to abortion up to the viability of the child. Right. And states have, interpreted that differently right but i so my point is okay you want to say 20 weeks then then let's go right and and listen also this is on congress right there should have been some sort of what does that mean by ability? 20 weeks, 16 weeks, 24 weeks? I again, I don't know that number. Chances of survival outside the womb, which, you know, I think it's actually more like and as 24, as, 26 well, weeks. Very listen, hard. The, the problem you have with that definition is as, as medical science continues to evolve, you know, you're getting down, you're seeing kid, you know, babies know. 13 weeks, 10 weeks, 12 weeks, 15 weeks, like born at ounces, surviving. So, well, 13 weeks, really? I don't know about that. Well, I don't know. I, I'm just That's, saying, I'm throwing, I'm throwing numbers out. I'm just saying, maybe like, 24, 26 weeks potentially, but 20 weeks. I don't know. I, I mean, I keep hearing 20 weeks as the number. And again, maybe. Yeah, from, from from different people. Well, look, so, I mean, I'll tell you, Dan and I have personal experience. You know, the first time we got pregnant, we had a chromosomal okay. imbalance, right? Like Down syndrome is, right? You have a chromosomal abnormality. Ours was this triploidy pregnancy. So under Texas law, I mean, when we went in and found out that our child had this, the baby was still alive. And they had basically said to us, you guys need to think about terminating this pregnancy because this child, even if it went to term, would be so... F- deformed. It would only live like a day or two, potentially. It probably, you know, it's a 90% chance or 95 was very high. It wouldn't even go to term. So we, 
under Texas law, we wouldn't even have been able to terminate that baby at 13 or 14 weeks. Now, thankfully, we live in Virginia and the baby had died like four or five days later anyway. But I mean, I think about like, holy shit, like that's so traumatic for us. And like if we lived in Texas, we couldn't even have the right we know this baby isn't going to live. That's crazy. We were the in whole, that category. The whole thing is hypocritical. Yes. So here's, a, here's a state that's trying to, or basically saying you cannot mandate vaccines. You can't mandate masks because it's choice. We get to make the choice if we want to be vaccinated. We get to make the choice if we want to wear a mask. But yet they don't want women to make the choice to determine their baby's viability, life, whatever. Now, the opposite side, because you want to give both sides, the opposite side of this, and certainly in Texas, there's polling that says 53% of women are anti-abortion. So you're in a state where, the, according to certain polls, the majority of the women are, but <laughs> they're saying that it's the choice of the, the child, but like at a heartbeat, like, I, listen, I just think it's, it's bananas. Very- Nobody. And, and, you know, who sits here and goes, oh, hey, you know, you should use abortion as birth control. Like nobody's I, no one's saying, oh, go get an abortion. Like any woman that I've known that have ha- has had one. It's like such an emotional turmoil, like usually way later in life. Like it comes back to ha- it's so awful. Like you wouldn't wish that on anyone. And I can't believe it's insane. But let me ask you this. I'm curious your thoughts on this. This is beginning a conversation to the Supreme Court, right? And Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who a lot of people said yeah. should have resigned uh, under the Obama administration. I, I knowing- actually texted someone. It's 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 not funny you say that. It's serious because I everyone's like everyone was like posting memes of Ruth Bader Ginsburg when she was talking about that that quote that she has about you know woman's choice. Um, I I texted somebody back and I'm like blame her. Blame her on this. She should have resigned. She, again, I don't want to call Ruth Bader Ginsburg selfish here. She did amazing work, but isn't it crazy? People never know when to quit. Like, she, listen, no one thought Trump was going to win, so she figured she'd stay, and that's what happened, right? And it's just like they're talking right now. Um, It's Breyer, right? Isn't Breyer the one now people are saying, hurry up, you were born in 38. It's, you know... (laughs) Nothing well, against all, that. There should, there, there should be there should be limits. I mean, the fact that it's a lifetime appointment is a joke. I mean, you know, you should be either you know either thirty years or eighty years old, whatever the number. I don't know. Come up with some 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 uh, some rules on this. No one should be there for forty years and ninety three years old and can't even really comprehend what's going on. But isn't she that- should have resigned? Yes. That way, Obama could have replaced her, and you know. I mean, listen, it's six, three now. Yeah. And, and, and in reality, it, well, this was five, four because Roberts went with the liberal side as he, as he does quite often. Um, I don't know. It's just terrible law. It's just terrible. Briar better go. He better be making no. arrangements behind the scenes, honey. Cause but I, it's but scary. I, but I, and, and maybe I'm wrong on this. And, you know, sometimes Democrats, overplay their hand but i do think similar to what's happened in georgia i think laws like this are reason states turn blue and you know texas they've always talked about texas every for the last 20 years texas is close to turning blue texas is close and it's never happened well 
you start passing laws like this, then it may happen. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I think you're 100%. I think people are very concerned now, 100%. Um, I wanted to ask you about unemployment benefits. They end this week. Um, some people Go think, ahead. okay, so <laughs> I guess we know how you feel. Some people say it's too abrupt, should have been scaled out, almost is like a, now it's like an afterthought for the Biden administration. Um, but a lot of small businesses, a lot of Republicans are like, yeah, good, enough's enough. Like all these businesses well, are hiring. So, yeah, so... Some red states have some red states stopped several months ago, and it doesn't look like it necessarily has helped, uh, you know, the, the, the retailers and the service industry get people. There's there's plenty of jobs out there, both in the service sector and, and obviously other sectors. Uh, it's time to, to to pull back those benefits. Companies are hiring. Uh, we got to get people back to work. We'll see how this helps, or maybe it doesn't. I do think a lot of the service sector, they had to move on to something else. And, and again, I think this is another you know, byproduct of everyone overreacting and locking everything down. Mm. You know, again, you know, and, and, and when I say that, I want to be, I get March and April, maybe even May of 2020 okay but i don't get it after that like benefits they like kept... you... no 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 i'm talking about like keeping things open right okay okay sure. everything should oh capacity limits 25 percent. this got to be closed california was closed for months and months and months and then you wonder these people had to find something else to do i don't know what they're doing so they got unemployment they got extra benefits child credit extended benefits but they also had to find something else to do potentially so <sighs> You know, these are those decisions that you're going to look back on, like kids losing a full year of school and stuff. You know, yeah, we're not sure. Right. Yeah. An economist was saying that in the Washington Post article, too. Like, we almost need a little bit more time. Like, we should have phased out the benefits because, to your point, you know, the states that already phased them out, you know, it, it hasn't helped some of the service industry. So it'll be interesting to see. But a lot of people saying they're still relying on that money and then now it's going to go away. So we'll see. However, it does seem like there are a lot of jobs. How well they pay, that's, you know, a whole nother issue. Well, but they're the same jobs that you had before. I mean, you know, the jobs that you have today, they're more plentiful and they are paying more than they were in 2019 and 20. So, you know, if you want a job, there's a job out there, right? Yeah. I, th I do think that with the benefits and some other things, people had to shift careers, do things on their own, get creative. Uh, but also, I think, you know, maybe a second person in the home, a second adult in the home, maybe was working two, three days a week, but now, you know, decided to stay home with their children and different. And like, I get that, but it's just, there's a lot of jobs out there. It seems that way. Yeah. Yeah, it and does. I think people got lazy. I think a lot of people got lazy. I think people don't want to work. They don't want to leave their homes. They don't want to take their pajamas off. They are lazy. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> they're, they're, oh, you're uh, always going to have those people and, in society, and, and I, 100%. A, and I've said this before. I'm a firm believer that people got to start coming back into work. They have to. I'm not saying five days a week. Boo! <laughs> no. We're not as productive. We're not as creative. The socialization is is the camaraderie, the brainstorming, the decision making. 
it, you lose something. These companies that are telling people they could stay home for the entire year, only have to come in three to four days a week, uh, a year. I just saw a company, they only have to come in eight times a year. You think that's crazy? You think you terrible. think I think it's terrible, terrible, terrible. Okay, well, a lot of your staff is back. What do you think? Do you think they're more productive than they were yes. when they were at home? Absolutely. They're more productive, they're happier. And again, I'm not saying five days a week. We you have to learn when things when 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 there's major shifts, uh, you have to uh, as a business leader, you have to adjust. Telling someone they gotta be here at eight thirty and leave at five thirty and work five days a week and that's it. That's idiotic at this point. We've learned that we could be, we can be productive doing things differently. But I believe that people need to come in. I believe people should be here two, three, four days a week. I think, I just think we're more, more happy. I think I said this before. Running a business, if, if you're new to a company or you want to grow into a management slot, or you want to be recognized for certain things you do or just celebrate wins, big sale, whatever that doesn't happen on zoom. It just doesn't. You don't learn these, these people who hear conversations, get pulled into meetings, you know, talk outside their office about clients and how to handle this and do this. That's not happening on zoom. And somebody, and by the way, they're not getting exposure to their managers, right? Or their manager's manager, or their manager's their boss's boss, right? Like I'm, like there's so many people I haven't even seen yet or met. I mean, I zoom with them, you know, when really? they first Still? get hired. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, our finance department, our sales department. I mean, some of our sales managers are slowly returning, but there's still a lot of people who haven't returned. Mm-hmm. So we're slowly getting back to that. Um, I think Delta's pushed that a little bit. Although these are the same people who are going to the Virginia Tech game with 90,000 people yet. Oh, we can't have them in work. It's kind of, what are we, you know, yeah. again, like what are we doing <laughs> here, right? Um, all right. I want to switch gears, talk sports and also the pop culture story. Did you see the Georgia reporter who was um, at WTOC, the reporter Lindsey Goff, I think is her name from the Georgia Clemens game. And she's did you see this video? She's reporting no. and all these guys are like in her shot yelling and screaming. One tries to like get the microphone from her. And anyway, she's like, sir, get away from me. Don't touch my equipment. And there's a huge heated debate about this on the Internet. Like either she's people are either saying, look, these men are, you know, drunk idiots that are violating your space or girl this is part of the job like when you're color you know um covering a college game people are going to get in your shot they're going to yell they're now i think somebody did try to touch her which i think is like way over the line you can't can't touch and touch the equipment exactly way over the line but if they're yelling behind her and screaming and yelling and you know they're all trying to get on tv they're all you know they're all like you know you got to accept that when you're at a college game pregame show whatever it was i didn't see the video oh you should i I would love to know your thoughts obviously as a yeah, I'll, I'll but, take a look at it. But uh, you can't touch, you can't pull, you can't grab. Yeah, and they um, were, they were. I mean, they were way out of line. So, some of these yeah, guys. So, so, so that's 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 wrong. Um, all I right. Mean, what about? Let's talk sports. You know, Tom Brady yeah. came out, confessed he had COVID after the yeah, Super Bowl party. That. You know, the big 
celebration. He says the parade. He thinks COVID is going to be a bigger factor for the NFL this season, which, by the way, doesn't regular NFL season kick off this week? Two nights, Thursday night, Tampa, Dallas on NBC. All right. So what are your thoughts? Like, uh, I'm, I'm fascinated to Tom Brady got it because, you know, he's such like a health nut, you know. Well, but keep in mind, there was no vaccinations back then, That's true. And he says he has been fully vaccinated. So is the entire Bucs team. That was the middle of Fab. He's, you know, there was, I mean, very few people have gotten vaccinated at that point. Uh, I don't think it's going to be as big of a deal this year unless I think they have to have the, you know, the NFL has come out and said that if COVID spikes cause you to, miss games or not be able to field a team you're you're gonna have to forfeit the game like they're, they're not they're not taking any crap this year they said they're not adding weeks they're not moving schedules around you'll you'll lose the game and that's it so get your people vaxxed but um, how, how do you think somebody like the Bucks and like Tom Brady, I feel like always seems to has, have this magic. The entire Buccaneers team is is vaccinated. And yet Ron well, Rivera cannot get the Washington football team to all do. How, how? I, do, I do think Ron, I think uh, Coach Rivera's come out and said they're about 90 percent now. All right. Well, well the they're NFL, close. They, they, the t- by the way, athletes, it should be mandatory. They absolutely mandatory. They're, they're well paid. They have a fiduciary responsibility to the team to be on the field. Sorry, man. They should be just like healthcare workers. Mandated. Sorry, they they cannot do their job from home. They cannot do their job isolated or three feet apart from someone else. They're in locker rooms. They're in closed quarters. They all should. The fact that like Major League Baseball is still having spikes uh, with COVID on teams is utterly idiotic. Like everyone should be vaxxed. Now, I mean, there's going to be breakthrough cases and then you treat those. Keep in mind, the CDC says if you're vaccinated and you're exposed, you don't even have to quarantine unless you have symptoms. If you have symptoms, you only have to three to five days. Right. So get vaxxed. Like, I know. Get vaxxed. Get vaxxed. I got some family members going through it that have been, you know, vaccinated. But to your point, they all are doing well and they just yeah. seem like it's mild in there. All right. I want to just do rapid fire to end this. Um U.S. Uh, men's national oh, team. Oh, yeah, for we got to talk what's, terrible. Okay, give me your uh, five-minute, so three-minute, what's your... Dan, I'd like to know what Dan thinks on this, actually. United States men's national team, the World Cup qualifying, you, have, you play 14 games over about eight, nine months. They And they're in windows, so you play like three games. So they, they played last Wednesday, I believe. They played Sunday... And they play again this Wednesday. So they have two ties. They tied uh, El Salvador. And then they just tied Canada in Nashville. Okay. Uh, utterly terrible. You got to win these games. You, you, We missed the World Cup, you know, three years ago. We cannot miss the World Cup again. And the... the I need Greg to find Bar- out what Dan thinks. Yeah, okay, yeah. Greg, Greg Berhalter is the coach. Like, who is this guy? Like, how is he the coach of the U.S. men's national, number one? Number two, he's making excuses after the first press cut. Well, it was a learning experience, blah, blah. These are supposed to be the best of the best in the United States. Oh, yeah. This isn't learning experience time, Greg. Like, go out and win the game. What is this? Is this high school? 
Like, what are you talking about learning experience? These are the best, supposedly the best players in the United States. His tactics were terrible the other night in Canada. He didn't start making subs to the 81st, 82nd minute. The only sub he made was because of an injury. He didn't change anything. And then we got guys like Weston McKinnon, who goes to Nashville to play in the men's national team game, World Cup qualifying, ends up at some bachelorette party. <laughs> yeah, in the middle of the night. Oh, yikes. You know, got caught, clearly broke COVID protocol. They sent him back to Italy, so he's not playing now. He didn't play the other night, and he's not playing again tomorrow night yeah. against Honduras. Anyway, my point is, what are we doing? This is the United States. Like, we can't miss the World Cup. If they lose or tie tomorrow night, he should be fired. It, it'll be only three out of 14 games. It's time to move on and go get a real coach. All go right. get someone who understands the game and can light a fire under this team. I don't, some international coach, because our U.S. coaches stink. Like, <laughs> we got, they're terrible. You're on a roll there's today. Not a, there's not a good U.S. coach. <laughs> go get an international coach with some stature. This is the United freaking States. Let's go. PGA Tour. One more thing. PGA yeah. Tour. Terrible. Okay. FedEx Cup. Worst thing ever. <laughs> Tour, literally, it's not even... Let's stop calling it a championship. Here's the thing. You want to have the FedEx Cup, a, 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 a year-long point system where somebody wins it? Fine. Just give them the money. Give them the trophy. Tell them they're the FedEx Cup champ. But don't tell me the Tour Championship, which is the last event, culminates from an entire season they start players off at different scores so the top person is minus two i mean uh minus 10 second person minus eight third person minus seven fourth person minus six six through ten minus five and so on all the way down to even you have basically half the field that's 10 strokes behind that's not a championship that'd be like when the patriots went 18 and 0 and went to the super bowl they had a 15 20 point lead against the giants what are we doing that's not sports. Don't call it a championship. And by the way, he gets credit for a tour win. So Patrick Cantley, who was number one seed going in, had a minus started off minus ten. John Rahm started off minus six, and and you had um, uh, other players, you know, minus four, minus two. Okay. Patrick Cantley, who won the tour championship event over seventy-two holes, really finished fourth. Fourth. So weird that scoring. But because he started minus 10, he wins. Mm. It's not a championship. It's a money grab. It's a terrible event. It's embarrassing for the PGA. And by the way, Patrick Cantley, who won, and John Rahm, who finished second, both said the same thing before the tournament that they have to change it up. It's 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 just wow. Anyway, no, wow. it's not sports. It's not sports. All it right. wasn't sports. Terrible. We've ranted it all. Okay. Anything else? You know, for more inspiration, you can go to at Patrick GM Fox 5 on Twitter. (laughs) 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 You need words of encouragement today. I I actually actually wish somebody listened because you know what? I actually made some good points today. (laughs) Well, our pal Joe DeCipio, you know you have one listener. Yeah. He'll listen and your mom listens. She'll, I'm sure, agree with you. She never agrees. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, Patrick, we'll see you right. next week. Bye, Sarah. Change the locks. So here she is, she's Sarah Frage, brought to you by Fox.